Need a pep talk? Come hang with us weekly while we serve up realness with a side of sass and help you learn to love yourself in every shape, size, and season. We laugh, we cry, we dig deep, we shoot the shit, we feel our feels, and we highlight the real. I'm Becca. And I'm AMQ. And this is... I got you, boo. Hello, hello. Hi. (laughs) Oh, God. I was scared. (laughs) You do realize we could have just redone it. (laughs) Like, that's why we pay our producer, Malin, to, like, cut things when we don't want it. You just sounded like a wounded baby bird. (laughs) I am a wounded baby bird. What show is that? Scooter and me are wounded birds. That's from a TV show. It's, I forget, like an old school teenage show. Scooter and me are wounded birds. No, maybe Saved by the Bell. Something, one of those. Anyway. I'm a wounded bird. Schneider and me are wounded birds. (laughs) Help me. Anyway, we have a very special guest with us. Oh, wait, we should probably reboot. AMQ lost her voice. (laughs) Maybe it's party girl voice. Maybe it's an illness. We're not sure. But combinations both, I think. I got party girl and then I got sick because, you know, my 35 year old body was like, no, immediately no. (laughs) Yeah, no fun for you. But we do have a very special guest, so she's, there's going to be lots of laughs. Who's fun. And all of the realness. We don't need me to talk this time. <laughs> yeah, she's going to do all of the talking. AMQ, you have to say her, her last name because it's way too cool for me to say it. Lisa Cola Lilo. Ooh, that was good. Also known as Lisa in the City. Lisa in the City. I feel like you have to say it like, Lisa in the City. Like, like yeah. fuck yeah, suck yeah. like a walk-in song what would be your walk-in song yeah your intro song nail hair hips heels with all the voguing i'm currently trying to do while i sit also also that's so you i'll be like hey every day your story is every (laughs) oh my gosh i had to i i has to be Nails, hair, hips, heels, ass, fat, lips, real, purse, full, big bills, bitch, I'm a big deal. I love it. I love music, so the, every day is like a different song, I think. Fair. Yeah, depending on the vibe. It just depends. Sometimes it's more like, you can do it, put your back into it. You can do it, put your back into it. You can do it, put your back into it. Anybody? Anybody? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And sometimes it's a Taylor Swift breakup song. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes it's Sarah McLaughlin's in the arms of an angel. Sometimes it's pussy popping in a handstand. You never know what you're going to get. Dude, I was was ready to like break up with my husband just because when Adele's music came out, because I was like, I need to feel that. Like I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. Yes. It doesn't, it hits different if you're not, you know, in the actual. There's nothing like being totally heartbroken. I'm, why am I laughing when I'm saying this? But there's nothing, there's nothing like being totally heartbroken. And then for me, okay, this is like back in the day. Like this is like, I'm probably aging myself, but like 
the song for me that like I could be in the best mood, but if this song came on, I was like waterfalls was that like Bone Thugs and Harmony song. Tell me what you're gonna do. Like I don't know why, but like I was just like like somebody died. Like in that moment, I was just like, oh my god, like. I could have been at like Chuck E. Cheese, like having the best time, and that thing came on, and I was like, oh my God. You know what dated you? Chuck E. Cheese. You couldn't have said Dave and Busters. You couldn't have said fucking Dave and Busters. You had to say Chuck E. Cheese. Oh my God. Right? It's too funny. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> well, we are good. Not that we, this is already amazing. We like to kick it off with a little bit of a, a game here. If you're down for the get down. So this is going to be just a little bit of a rapid fly. Whoa. Hi, Beck. Rapid okay, just fire. Trying. Yeah. You like me here. <laughs> rapid fire. This or that. So AMQ right. has a few and I have a few. AMQ, would you like to go first? Sure. Mine are like. More PG-13. Okay. <laughs> PG-13? I think than yours. Okay, so. You're the warm-up. You're the warm-up. Let's go, AMQ. Come I'm on. warming you up. Prince or neutrals? Prince or neutrals? Oh, I would say it depends on you. F- you know what? When it comes to, like, if I'm if it's something I'm wearing, it really depends on the date. It's like, what I, you're wearing. I, yeah, I'm, yeah, like, I'm like, don't try to box me in because one day it's neutrals and the next day it's florals and the next day it's neutral florals. Like, I'm not trying to get boxed <laughs> in. Like, no, but honestly, like, I, if you, if you were, if, if you were to come and like, we would be like getting ready as girls, like literally, like I could come in dressed all in black and I'll walk in looking like a rainbow. It just depends how I want to feel. Like, that's Fair how enough. I get dressed. Yeah. Like, that's how I get dressed in the morning. If I want to feel like super like, oh, boss lady mode, maybe I'll be more like monochromatic. But if I'm like, we're going to party and I'm I'm not watching my kids tonight, then I'm like, eh! like, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's fantastic. Yes, I love that. This is not really rapid fire anymore, is this? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. This it's is good. great. It's good. It's okay, good. sweet or salty? Oh, you know what? I just had like a bag of uh, what those watermelon sours with my kids. Mm, those are addicting. Um, oh my god, they're so good! Like I don't okay, which I don't. I always kind of go between like the peach fuzz or whatever they're called, or like the watermelon. Those two are like my like if I'm gonna go sweet, that I'm like let's go. Like okay, all right, okay, okay. All right. Are you a morning person or a night person? I'm a night person. Like I could literally stay up till four o'clock in the morning every single Damn. day. But if you try to get me to wake up at four o'clock in the morning, like there's no way I'm a night person. It's actually really hard because like, uh, like truthfully, like up until the point I had kids, I was like, that was my schedule. Like I would mm-hmm. sleep in till like 10, but I'd be up till like four or something like that. And they didn't really come onto my schedule. Like, <laughs> how dare they? Exactly. <laughs> it's a little bit selfish of them. Like, I was just like, guys, I'm telling you, up. this is like, this is like the way you want to go. And they're like, no, we got school, you know. So, um, I brought you into this world. Can't you work around my schedule? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give me something, you know. Oh, my okay. Gosh. Now, this is a really hard one. I really, wanted, I really wanted to ask you this one because I thought it was a hard one. Mm. J-Lo or Britney? 
Oh, that's mm-hmm. hard. Yeah, that's hard. Mm-hmm. You know what? Like, if before this year, J-Lo would have been my answer, to be honest. But, like, with everything, I might still say J-Lo because I think Britney needs a break. Like, I'm not going to ask anything of Britney. You know what I mean? She needs the break. So let's go J-Lo because J-Lo doesn't want a break. No. No. That woman she, is not going to break until she's yeah. dead. She is like, running, she's, she's running around that block like nobody's business. <laughs> yeah, that's God bless. Can't really yeah, go her. Hottest 50 something year old ever, man. Holy. Yeah, hottest chick, period. Like, yeah, period. Her skincare routine must be fantastic. Dude, I was about to fill a tub with like olive oil when she said it was olive oil. I'm like, <laughs> prove it to me. Prove it to yeah. me. Yeah. Let me just go bathe in it. Yeah. Because I love it over the years, she still looks like herself. She's not yeah. like all like filler and, you know, over the years, it's just still like such a natural beauty. Yeah. She has good doctors. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's true. You can't, you can't expect that she, like, I no. would be mad at her if she did something. Maybe no. she's been very discreet about it. Maybe she has good doc. Maybe there's certain things that maybe she absolutely won't do. Like, have you seen that pillow face thing that people get? Yes. Yes. Why? Okay, so I just watched this video. I didn't even know what it was called in, until yesterday. So also don't mind the like craziness behind me. My kids were home all day. So apparently people who um, maybe in the early 2000s would have gotten under eye filler. Um, yeah. The problem with under eye filler, and I don't know if it's like a specific type of filler or something like that, but what happens is it starts to move. Oh, in your skin. And then you get the pillow. They get and then, you know, you get more. And uh, at some point, it becomes pillow face because it shifts. Yes. It can like dissolve. It can get into small pieces. And then Jaclyn Hill has that pillow face. I don't know if that's the reason. But if you look at her face, she has a very even Selena Gomez has a bit of a pillow face recently, I noticed. But anyways, no shame to either of those ladies. Like do what you want to do. But I think or it could have been the type of filler that they use. I don't know. I literally just heard this yesterday. And I'm like, yes, I've seen pillow face where I've like on those two ladies specifically where I'm like, something's different. And then when I heard that term, I was like, that's it. Yeah. How scary would that be though? You know what I mean? You start, like you wake up, you start looking in the mirror and you're like, uh, like my cheekbones are moving. Both of those girls had very like, um, structured kind of faces. And now it's just very round. Like it's different. It's a different shape than they had before. And not in a, like I've gained a few pounds, you know, I'm, I've had a summer kind of a thing. It's like a, like a different shape. Like I almost didn't recognize either of them kind of. A thing. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. A couple more call or text. Text. Don't, don't call you. you if you're going to call, you need to text me that you're calling because yeah. I need notice. Like, same. Same. Yep. Yeah. The same. Yeah. Yep. hundred percent. Unless you're my mom or my sisters. Don't. Yes. Text me. Just text me. Agreed. Agreed. Permission or forgiveness? Forgiveness. Yeah? Yeah. I agree. Touch or taste? Uh, oh, shit. You know what? One thing thing I'm going to say is that with touch, people can get it wrong, but with taste? (laughs) What? Okay, wait. I don't even know if we're... Are we talking about... I don't even know what we're talking about. I I love that you said with touch and they went... Like you, you <laughs> no, no, like, no. people can get it wrong. Like, <laughs> just like 
to see where you were going to take it. So this is great. <laughs> this is great. Whatever you, whatever you perceived that, whatever your perception was of that question, we're here. And here we go. I'm we're not wrong. Let's go. Yep. I just, I just feel like with touch, unless you're touching yourself, you just, you know, it, it's easier to get things wrong unless you've been with someone for a while or someone who really knows what they're doing. But like with taste, unless you're, uh, I, <laughs> like if you, you, you kind of know what you're going to get. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. So, no, you're not. You're right. Tattoo or piercing? Um... Well, when I was 14, I tried to get my nose pierced. And when I came home, you have to understand, my mom's Latina and she mm -hmm. is like uh, very opinionated and mm. also very, she's actually very strict. And uh, so when I came home at 14 and she walked in the house, I forgot that I had it on my nose because my whole plan was like, get it pierced. I didn't, I wasn't thinking, okay, but my whole plan was like, get it pierced. And then when she's around, I'll just, like, take it off or something like that. Right? Yeah. I didn't, I'd never gotten right. a piercing on my own before, right? So I was dumb, okay? Um, but anyways, I forgot about it. My mom walked in, saw it on my face, and ripped it out of my <gasps> nose. Oh. Yeah. She just, oh. and I'm like, it's fake! Because <laughs> it fucking killed. But yeah, so uh, maybe, tat maybe tattoo. <laughs> Because you can Every cover it better. <laughs> Everyone is grabbing their noses right now. And, and like. <laughs> so I have a tattoo as well. That, and But I got that so much older. Like I, it wasn't like a 14 year old kind of move. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I made sure I was out of my parents' house before I got a tattoo. Because they would have mm. probably. She would have ripped off my arm or something like that if I got it on my arm. Oh, my gosh. All right. Last one. Asking or answering. Do you like to like do the asking or do you like to do the answering? It depends who I'm talking to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if it's someone that, uh, like, I am really inspired by. I mean, I love I love back and forth no matter what. But, like, yeah, you know, if it's someone I'm really interested in I have a and I all of a sudden I have access to this person, I just, like, I want to, like, be able to, like, ask. But at the same time, I don't know. I think I think both. I'm such a Libra. Like, I can, like, mm. literally argue both points to myself and I, I come to absolutely zero conclusion in life. So <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> I is. love that. Yep. Yep. There it is. Okay. So you with multiple choice. <laughs> no. So you are the confidence queen. I love seeing your zero fucks attitude on the social machines. But what does confidence mean to you? How would you define it? What does confidence mean to me? You know what? I In some ways, I think it's a little bit of delusion. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yes. I'm, being total, I'm being totally honest because yeah. like there's times in my life when I actually look at my life where I think, um, how could, why were you so, like, what did you have to be confident about? Like, you know what I mean? But it's just like... I think I, so I think it's a little bit of delusion to be honest like I think you just have to it's just the way you want to feel like regardless mm -hmm. of what your resume looks like or what your life looks like it's just like the same way I choose to like put on certain clothes it's like how do I want to feel today like do I want to feel like you know sad sometimes you have to feel sad but you know what like fuck I'm tired of feeling sad like I just I want to mm -hmm. feel good and I don't give a shit do why do I need a reason why do I need a reason? I'm alive. I want to feel like this. I don't need to prove anything. And so 
So sometimes it's delusion. <laughs> sometimes, um, sometimes I think it's curiosity. Like sometimes I think that like, I, I, I sometimes I think it's just have being so curious about life that you're not really thinking about, am I qualified or am I enough to be or to ask for or to be present or whatever. Sometimes I think it's just like, uh, just being so curious about the life that's unfolding in front of you that you just are just curious. And so you just keep moving forward kind of thing. That's an awesome perspective. I never thought of it like that. Just being curious about the what ifs of life yeah. and following that. That's really good. I love that. I do want to say that we want to hear the way that you intro yourself in 30 seconds. Because I love the way you intro yourself. When someone's like, who's Lisa in the city? You're like really good at being like, this is who I am. So we want to we hear it. We want to hear your little, your intro, your 30 second quick and dip, 30 second intro. Okay, you want me to do it right now? Let me, okay, let me think. Do it. This. Okay. Well, I, I'm just, this is going to be off the cuff because I don't have anything planned, but like, um, so hey guys, I'm Lisa, aka Lisa in the city. I am a mom of two, three if you count my husband, and I'm all about like women just like really feeling like the boldest, baddest versions of themselves and just really knowing that they are the damn queens feeling like a queen getting permission to be all that they want to be and just knowing that they're the shit so that's really what I'm about if you like to twerk in your kitchen if you like to complain about the shit that everybody leaves around your house and makes you clean up and if you like to be a bad bitch then uh, at least in the city what's up yeah that's so good that's amazing Oh, to practice that. <laughs> I think like everyone should have that. That all right? the tough, like 30 second intro, because that's one of the hardest questions when people are like, so how would you describe yourself? Or, you know, and so hard until you really hard. until you learn who you are. Yeah, that's that's tricky. But you know what? OK, this is the thing. This is the beef that I have with like social media in the like in general, like the only beef I have is like everyone talks about like you have to niche, you have to niche. Oh, yeah. But we and and then, the, you know, a 30 second int, like intro of yourself is like trying to take everything about who you are and really just like. Yeah. You, and, and really, it's not I think. It's not even so much about taking everything who you are and making it into one sentence, but like trying to pinpoint what are the parts of myself that are relevant in this moment. I think that's been the way for me to think about it, because it's like it's really hard to just like say one thing and say, like, this is what I'm about when like everybody is about so many things. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Anyways, that's my only beef with niching, niching, depending yep. on if you're American South <laughs> America. Yeah, Becca, how do you say it? How do you say it? I, I think you, I honestly say it both ways. I like tag it American, in. Are you, but are you Canadian? No. no. Okay. She's American. American. So, you're, no. so you say niche. You say niche then. Yeah, but sometimes I say niche. Like I can't, I don't know. Now I, now I have no idea. I, he's such a pain in the ass. Um, now I'm questioning everything I ever know about this word. <laughs> I love that you just brought this up because it just made me think like, uh, um, I also used to stress about that, like showing up online mm -hmm. and like, oh, I can't do, all right, what are people going to think because this is outside my 
niche. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I had to like make sure I was saying it right. I didn't want to get targeted by these Canadians on here. But um but like you for example, I wanted to do like cause I was all glammed up this weekend and I was like, I wanna do one of those before you get ready and after you get ready. But then I did have that brief thought in my mind that like I've never done those before. People are gonna be like she doesn't post like this. This isn't in her niche or in her realm of posting. Like, what the fuck is this? But, like, no, they're f- also really fun to make. So, like, fuck it. And now yeah. I feel like they're just so much fun. I'm going to do more of them. But, like, yeah. like, you, like you just said, to circle back, like, what is relevant to you in your life right now and not feeling like you need to stick to, like, these certain things that you do in life? Not necessarily even just on social media, just in life in general, the things that you yeah. do. yeah. Oh my God. I've done so many things in my life. Like I, I am a very curious person. So like if there's a door open, like I, I, I walk through the Mm. door, like, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, don't invite me over and let me use your bathroom. Like (laughs) she's going to look for all the things in the drawers. You know what I mean? But like, I'm my mother's daughter. What do you want? But like, <laughs> but like I'm just naturally a curious person, right? So it's like my whole life has been like that. I think like growing up, my family was just like, "What are you gonna do with your life?" Like mm. pick one thing, and it's just like, I like I get it. It's it must be really hard for like a lot of kids now, like coming up and like just trying to you know figure things out. It's it's not an easy thing, no. especially because there's d- the opportunities now are mm-hmm. so vastly different. And they then, weren't available even nope. that long ago. So it's like all of a sudden, you know, this like it's things have changed so rapidly and there's so many opportunities that nobody knows anything about. Everyone's just trying to figure it out right. as you go, right? Yeah. yeah. Also, if we weren't evolving though, right, then how boring would that be? Right? Right. I think, right if, if like we, if we had the same, first of all, let's, the social media thing, you know, when you like in our bios where we're like, I'm this. Ugh. I'm that. I change mine like every other week, honestly. So, I mean, that's kind of the way it's supposed to be though, I think. Cause like, I mean, I struggle with this too, right? Where I'm like, oh shit, I say that I'm this, but I'm not really showing up aggressively sharing that content. So like, should I have that in my bio? And then it's like, it fucks with you. You're also, like, no one cares that much. No one, no one cares. No one looks and is going to be like, I'm going to analyze your... And if anyone has the time to go and do that and analyze your life <laughs> in that way, get a yeah. hobby or open a book, bitch, because it is not that They need that to serious. be more curious. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> About yes. other things. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I have a feeling this is how you're going to answer this next one. But what are some ways that you have mastered... I am saying that you have mastered this. You're, you might differ. But what are some ways you've mastered the art of not giving a fuck? Or at least I feel like you carefully distribute your fucks. <laughs> like, Well, I, okay. I Well, I, don't, I think there's a part of us, like, I, I would definitely say there's a... there's certain things in my life that like I couldn't care less. Like it's a lot, it's easier to care less. You know what I mean? Mm. But there's definitely other areas of my life where it's like the closer it gets to, um, like for me, if it's a stranger, like I, I don't care. Like it's whatever, you know, but it's like the close, the closer the relationship, that's the Italian side. Yeah, it is. Just like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? But like, 
you know, I think, but for me personally, it's like the closer it is to someone I actually know, then I, I do, it is harder for me not to give a fuck about someone. Even mm. if the per, even if the person deserves zero fucks, like there's a part of me, I don't know, maybe it's the whole Libra thing again. I don't know. I, recently I've been into like astrology, but anyways, I don't even want to go down that hole. Um, <laughs> but like, it's another episode, but like, yeah, it's, you know what, it's like, the, there's the Libra part of me, I honestly believe, that always wants to make sure the other person's okay, even when it's like, I don't want to have anything to do with that person, but I still want to make sure you're okay, like, I'm like that. Mm. So, it just depends on the distance, but like, in terms of, okay, first of all, the way I see it is like, whether, if somebody says something, if it's something like someone says nasty to you, then I always think like, shit, what's going on in that person's mm-hmm. life that they needed to do that, that they needed to just like say something nasty, like, because regardless, it takes something to like say something nasty to somebody. And it's like, so you're in a place, you know what I mean? Like, I know for myself, if like, if I'm having a great day, it would take a lot for me to be mean to someone. But like, if I'm having a day that's just like, don't even come near me. Like if you blink at me the wrong way, I'll fucking be pissed and I'll say something like, you know what I mean? So for somebody Mm -hmm. to say something nasty, they're just not in a good place. So if I don't even know the person, like it, it takes nothing to be like, okay, whatever you're having a day, like get the fuck out of here. Kind of thing. right. If, if it's someone that's close to me, it becomes a lot easier to care. Like, okay, what, what's going on? What's really going on? What happened? You know, you know what I mean? Because it's, mm-hmm. I, I try to have compassion. Um, and it depends on what the person's doing. If they're like gaslighting you, it becomes harder to have compassion. But at the same time, it's like, you know, when you're ready, if, if it's like that, then I would say, you know, when you're ready to have a conversation with me to really talk about what's up, then then I'm ready. But I'm not talking to you like this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not ready. The best conversation I, I've done, a, like I met my husband doing personal development. So it's a big part of like amazing conversation. Yeah, it's honestly it. We are two very strong, like um, and by strong, I mean, hard headed. Um, personalities so having some kind of structure and like we are not perfect by any means there this is not a perfect relationship this but it's a it's a relationship that we're we're just committed to so as much as we piss each other off and like tell each other to go f off sometimes it's like well it's real life like it's real life and we're very passionate people about our opinions so like when we're angry we're very passionate people like you know what I mean so like we like to argue but like uh we just do sometimes I think we just argue just to like like as flirting like I was just gonna say it's just foreplay to make, yeah, yeah just to make up like let's piss yeah, each other yeah, off just, real quick yeah let me just fucking <laughs> piss him off right now no I used to piss him off because he used to buy me candles and we would get in, into a fight like you know like those really nice oh look I have one right here look look, look. <laughs> Look, I have another one right here. <laughs> the fact that there there's this many already in arm's length, that's how many arguments you guys really like to spice up. Oh right? God. That's we, so like, funny. Like our personalities are we just like we're very opinionated. We like to debate, but then but like they're good conversations, like they're fun conversations, but then like we also like, you know, we kind of like egg each other on a little bit, but it's like I don't know. I, I don't even know what the initial question was. Just, just I think you got it. Like, how did you, <laughs> but, you know, um, just learn how to stop giving a fuck? So that's good that you've never had go. 
Like worrying yeah. about strangers, like they don't affect your life. So don't give them the yeah. power to. And I think too, it's like, if you, I think it's all about like where you're at in life, you know what yeah. I mean? So if you're having a day where you're down, like maybe don't go on to your most controversial TikTok that has started. Nope. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yep. I, I think you have to know, like, depending on the state that you're currently in, what you're willing, willing to handle and not willing to handle. But like, for me personally, like I said, like if it's someone that's a complete stranger, then like whatever, they don't fucking know you. What what does it matter? You know what I mean? Yeah. But somebody who um is somebody who's close to you, if if I think if they're lashing out or something, I think if you're willing to have that conversation and just be like, okay, what's really going on here? What is it that you're actually, it's kind of like when you have kids to be on it. What are you actually trying to say? Little, you know, little yeah. Johnny, like what, why Johnny. don't, don't smack each other, you know, like, you know, I'm mad that she took my cookie. Okay. Let's have that conversation mm. then. You know what I mean? So and adults were the same, you know what I mean? We have a hard time saying what's really actually the thing because sometimes we don't even know. We just know we're pissed off at somebody. So it's like trying to have the real conversations. That's all I would say. Yeah. I, and then if not, I care about strangers' opinions more than I like to admit. <laughs> so <laughs> working on it. Working yeah, but on they it. don't know you. How can you? Look, the way I see it is like, okay, if I came to you with a dish of food and you've never tried it before, yeah, but you're going to tell me all the reasons why this is gross. I'm like, mm. have you tried it though? And you're like, no. And I'm like, okay, so your opinion means nothing. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Right. If, if the person doesn't know you, right. they don't, they don't know, like, what are they basing their opinion on? True. Shit. Okay. That's what they're true. basing their opinion on. Shit. It's true. Shit. <laughs> okay. okay. Have you always been this confident? Um, I have been shy. I, I wouldn't say it wasn't confident. And there's different times where even within, even now, like there's certain situations that I'm definitely more confident in than mm -hmm. others. <laughs> Was that like a little dog toy? It's, yeah. He, I swear. <laughs> I'm, okay, so it's a toy because I'm like either someone tooted or that's a toy. <laughs> no, I wasn't sure no, it was gonna go. It's him with his dinosaur in the back. God, I have to call out the elephants in the room. You know, <laughs> <laughs> thank God one but, of us didn't fart. <laughs> let's go back to that question. I got so distracted by the toy. You can be, but you can. You said you were shy. You said you were shy, but you can be shy was, and confident, yeah. right? Like you can still have yeah. a shy, quiet confidence about you. Yeah, but I think I think that's where their overlapping can happen, though. But like, I do think like, like I said I, earlier, like, I do think I had a little bit of a like, sort of delusional confidence as a kid. Like, I, I just didn't think I didn't know. To be honest, I, I, I my mother was the type of person that I, I would say that I'm confident because of her. Like, she was mm -hmm. always the person that was like, if even if you fall, you just get right back up. It, like, Falling and failing, mm. I didn't really have, like, a negative thing about that. And I had to deal Amazing. with a lot of shit with, gir like, with girls, like, and, like, catty girls. Like, th that was stuff, like, from very young. Like, I've been dealing with shit like that. And, like, so it was just, like, it, it was just stuff that I had. Like, I had to learn about it, like, really young. So it was just, I don't know. I just almost don't know different because it was just, like... I, got, I think there was also a point in my life where 
I just realized like, okay, whatever anybody wants to say about the way that I am or I'm too much or um, who does she think she is? Like, because there's so many things you can say about somebody when they're mm-hmm. just do, you know, being very expressively themselves. You know what I mean? It, it can upset a lot of people around you. Oh, she thinks she's this and who does she think she is and blah, blah. Like, there's all these things. And I've heard it from even people in my own family. Like, forget strangers. I'm talking about like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it can be very upsetting for people. But like, at the same time, you know, I kind of got to a point in my life and I'm not even really sure exactly when this was, but I just realized like, okay, so if I were to please everybody and just not be all those things that upset you so much, I'm going to be miserable because now I have to like be, I have to feel caged. I have to feel like I'll be resentful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that I can't just be who I want to be. I'm, there's always going to be a part of me that feels suppressed and then I'm going to get depressed and it's just like mm-hmm. a bad cycle. Right. Or I can be who I want to be and you're going to like always try and tear me down and say shit to me because you don't like what the hell I'm doing. And that's going to upset me. So like either way, I'm going to end up like upset in in some kind of way. And either way, like, but at least in one way, I get to be happy in those moments that I just get to be myself. And in the other way, I never get to be fucking happy. So to me, I was just like, and, and even if I do all the things to try and not be all the things that these people don't want me to be somehow there's always it's always gonna come out do you know what I mean like there's always gonna be moments and then you're always gonna have to be like no stop that stop that and because if it's just naturally you there's always gonna be more and then you're gonna have to stop yourself but it's always gonna be something that you just try to do so I just kind of came to a point where I was just like I just gotta be me Mm. like uh, if at the end of the day as much as I try to stop something it's still going to kind of come out or I have to be miserable and like, fuck that. Like, why the hell I want on my tombstone, like that. It just says like, I squeezed every drop of life that I could. Like I want every moment to feel like full in my life. You know what I mean? And there's, there's more that I can do. Like, I don't feel that like I'm necessarily there in terms of like taking advantage of every moment and being present. But like, that's what I'm working towards, you know, like that's, that's what I want. And if I'm not at least moving in that direction, then what the hell am I doing? Like, yeah, it's like, choose your heart. If you're, I would rather choose the heart of being authentically myself and like pissing a few people off or not being everybody's cup of tea, but still being true to myself and finding that happiness. Like you were saying, than just like constantly suppressing and losing myself in making other people feel comfortable. Yeah, because then you're dead anyways. So what the hell am I alive for? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Two things, takeaways. One was, I always say you can't make everyone happy or not tacos. And then if people say they don't like tacos, I'm like, I'm so sorry, like, for you. (laughs) I don't know how you don't like tacos. And then that's a children's book, by the way. (laughs) You can't make everyone happy or not tacos is a children's book? Yeah. That's getting bought for my future children. (laughs) (laughs) Put it on the list. The other thing was that it sounds to me like 
like you're saying, when you say like, it's like a delusional almost, like the confidence is like almost delusional. It almost sounds to me like you're just saying, all you're really saying is you're, you wake up and you're like, be her now, right? You're like, what's, what am I waiting for? I'm not waiting for like that next thing next week, tomorrow, when I can afford this or whatever it is. You're just like, I'm just going to be here now because you don't get tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Like I, I love that. It, it, there, there's a lot of things. Yeah. It's totally, it, it's totally that. And it's, and it's also like almost pulling it towards me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? It's like, a, I, I want to pull, I, I like, I, I really believe in like energy and it's like, I, when I wake up, it's like, how do I want to feel? And then mm-hmm. as I sort of generate that, then people who are either looking for that or want to be around that or whatever, like they will come, they'll find my energy, like my bat signal. Like, do you know what I mean? My bat like, signal. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's also yes. so clear when that's being done. Cause it's tricky. Cause you have to practice that too. So like, yes, you have to practice it, but you can also tell when you're practicing authentically and when you're just like putting on a show. So when yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah. it from authenticity, that's when you, otherwise it feels like, oh, it's making my butthole tight. Like that's kind of cringy because that doesn't <laughs> feel like that's really what you're going for there. What advice would you give your younger self and you, uh, any age? What advice would I give my younger self? So I have this, <laughs> I have this one thing when I was younger that I wish I would have made a different decision. Mm. Um, So when I was, I would have been in grade eight. I had just done like a, I had done a musical when I was in grade eight. It was uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Do you remember that musical? Yes, I saw it on, I saw it on uh, at the Lincoln Center in New York. It was so good. Yeah, right before the lockdown. Oh, so you saw it recently. That's amazing. So I, okay, I was in grade eight when I did it. And I was part of the children's choir that's in the musical. And at the time it was Donnie Osmond who was Joseph. He was like the, it was like a big thing here in Toronto at the time. Yeah. And um, uh, what's it called? Uh, So I had, I had just done that musical and I was getting ready like to pick high schools or whatever. And so I wanted to go to like an art school and my parents are like, they're both immigrants. So it was just like, um, that's a hobby. And why don't you just go to a regular school and then do, um, like, just do that on the side. You can keep doing all that stuff, but like go to a regular school. So it doesn't like take away your like future opportunities or whatever. And that like is the only decision. And it's so funny. Cause like, even to this day, it's like, Whenever I talk about that time, my parents are like, oh, here she goes with this thing. She's going to blame us for her life. And like, you know what I mean? And uh, so it's like, that's like that moment for me in my life where it's like, these are the, if I, like, if I ever bring my parents into like a therapist room, they already know that's the moment that they're going to be talking about. It's good that they're aware. (laughs) You made it known. Oh, I made it very known. Like there's, there's no barriers. Like, but it's like something that we can actually like joke about now, but it's like, you know what I mean? It's it's like one of those things. So, um, so, and, and anyways, I would say to my younger self, like you may be young, you may have no idea what you're doing, but like, trust your gut and just, just go for it. Like trust your instinct, you know, because that was, I, I, 
I'm not, I don't regret that moment because that moment actually made me never listen to anybody the rest of my huh? life. Oh, cause you don't want to um, feel that again. I will never. And because it, I was like, if I'm going to make a mistake, it's my mistake. Yeah. Mm. Because I can't, I, now I look at my parents and we talk about this moment all the time because I'm like, I listened to you. Why did I listen to you? And to be honest, I actually think it was better that I listened to them, but, um, don't tell them that. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> but that moment, it's, it like stuck with me as like this thing that I didn't decide for myself. And so like after that, like, even if I was like talk, if I was like with my girlfriends and it was like, should I wear this or this? And I want to wear this and they picked that. I still went with this because I'm like, I'm not listening to nobody. Yeah. Like, I just did not ever want that to happen again. And so it was like one of those things that. Um, Defining moment. I yeah, feel like it, it that was, probably yeah. helped you give less fucks then. That makes sense. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm no therapist. This is just me extrapolating. <laughs> oh, fuck. Webster Dictionary. I, I feel seen. I, I, very, I feel very seen. Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> but yeah, so oh that, that, that would be the one thing. Like, I, I do think it's important for us, um, like, as women, as just humans, like, to learn to, uh, to, to be able to make mistakes because when you make mistakes, you learn about yourself. You have to learn how yeah. to get back on your feet. You have to like, so, and then you get to know yourself and confidence. That's where confidence yes. I think really comes from is being able to like see yourself through hard times and, and, and know yourself as someone who can always get back up on their feet. All we want to know is... JLo's backup dancer, story time, please. <laughs> Stories. Oh, I was never a JLo backup dancer. <laughs> Wait, I was, what? I was Rihanna's, but I was I worked for Rihanna though. I worked. Where did I, worked I, where did I get the AFQ is so excited that you were JLo's backup dancer? I was so excited. Where did I get that? I'm not sure. I did work for Rihanna, though, on her very first vid music video. I did work for her. I, I've worked with a lot of people. I worked with uh, Jessica Alba when she did uh, Honey. I uh, worked with Fabulous. I've worked with Pharrell. I've worked with uh, mostly, like, hip-hop and dancehall artists because that's, that's who they hired me for at the time. But is this, is it all, Was it all dance-related work? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. So cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really cool. I had like this time of my life at that time. Yeah, it sounds like it. What was that even yeah, like? Alba traveling so hot. Oh it was a lot. It was a lot of traveling. It was a lot of traveling. I, I so I did like I did a lot of like um, um, like concerts and I did a bunch of Canadian tours. I never did like a U.S. tour, but anytime like an artist would come, the, the dance community, especially at that time, was very small. And um, I was kind of like discovered by this choreographer in the city who kind of took me under her wing. And so like basically everything she was hired for, and she still continues to work in the industry. Like she's worked for Beyonce. She's worked for uh, like... Um, like Fergie when she did her like she's worked with everybody actually and like um when she was here in Toronto uh I was like part of her like dance crew like she kind of like took me under her wing and so everything she did like basically I did it 
Like I was one of her dancers. Wow. That so, is so yeah, cool. I, I've worked with Sean Paul. Uh, I've worked with a lot of, pe- of a lot of people. Rihanna is definitely like was one of my favorites, and she was one of the last artists that I worked with. I worked on her very first uh, music video, "Upon the Replay," which was filmed in Toronto. <gasps> so cool. Is she and, as uh, like just awesome that you just want to hang? Out? Is she just as like yeah. warm and welcoming as I would imagine her to be? <laughs> I mean, I I met her at. I have a really cool story about Rihanna. So I met her, the first time I met her was on set of her very first music video. I was hired as like a dancer. And then what ended up happening is, so June Ambrose was her um, stylist at the time who was from New York and they needed somebody, I guess somebody on her team um, didn't have, like didn't know how to sew or didn't show up that day or something. And they needed somebody who could sew. And as a dancer, like, especially at that time, they never gave us like, um, like costume budget. Like we always had mm-hmm. to kind of make our own costume. So I knew how to sew from like the girls that I was like in this group with. So I was like, I can fucking sew. And so I ended up in her, um, trailer for the entire time, sewing like her bra to like the top that she was wearing. So like, I was around her, like I was around her the entire time talking to her management and stuff like that. And like, she is the coolest chick that like, she's so like, she's very Caribbean in the sense that like, she's a straight shooter, you know, exactly what she's thinking. So sometimes people, if they're not used to that, they might consider that like, oh, she's like bitchy or whatever, but not at all. Like she's a jokester, like so welcoming. and, And she just tells you exactly what she's thinking. But the thing is, is that, so I did that. And then literally six months later, I was hired. So there used to be a music station here called Much Music and they would have like an awards show. Yeah, they had an awards show every year. And so six months after she did her video, she was coming back for the Much Music Awards. And I happened to be backstage for another artist. And there's, so backstage, there's like these elevators and we were waiting to get on the elevator. And when the elevator opened, Rihanna came out and she was coming out of the elevator and she stopped me. She's like, Hey, Oh my God, you were here last time I was in Toronto. And I was just like, I have worked with a lot of artists and not many artists like would acknowledge you, especially in such a like crazy, everybody, so many people and moving parts and like such a crazy kind of a atmosphere. Like I have cousins that would walk down the street. I'd be like, hey, and they're like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so that's like, so yeah. cool. The fact that I worked with her and then like six months later, she like acknowledged me in such a crazy setting. I was like, you girl are like, I will forever, like nobody can say anything bad about Rihanna to me. Like yeah. there's just no way. Oh my God, that's, like, I can't show. imagine there's many people in the industry that would have the wherewithal or even like the human decency or respect no. to stop somebody like that. So that's really cool. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Forever a Riri fan. Yes. Well, speaking of you being a sewer, that didn't, that wasn't a good transition, but like. You a sewer. So seamstress. Seamstress. Speaking of you being seamstress. Your I mean, sweat- seamstress is a, like a stretch. I wouldn't call myself a seamstress. <laughs> there is no, that was not a good segue regardless. So Erase that from your ear holes. Um, Your swag level is expert. What would you say to somebody who wants to change up their style but doesn't really know where to start? 
You know what? Thank you for that. I really, I do, I do put a lot of effort into, uh, I, I lo- honestly, I just love it. Like I love clothes. I love the way they make me feel. I use them to make me feel good. So yeah. personally, I would say to somebody like go through your closet and anything that doesn't make you feel like a 10, like any, you know, there's certain things you put on and you're like, I love this. Now I only, if it doesn't make me feel like that, like if it's like, oh yeah, it's cute, but like, I don't want, I just want like bangers. You know what I mean? Like if I was an artist, I just want bangers in my closet. Like, (laughs) so you don't need a lot. You just need like stuff that makes you feel amazing. You know what I mean? So, and I would just say experiment. And like, one of the things that like, after I became a mom, um, I have one of my sisters, I have two sisters and my youngest sister, her and I are like an 11 year difference between each other. And so I was like, yeah. So she, I was like having kids and she's like single and like, you know, like just having the time of her life. And, um, so after I became a mom, I was like, um, let's do like a swap. Like I'm going to come over and like, just dress me in your clothes. Like, I just want to feel something totally <laughs> Ooh, different. That's so cool. She has a very different style from me. Like she's actually very, I would say like boho, like, Uh, feminine romantic I would say she's very like that and it's like stuff I wouldn't like if you gave me her clothes I don't know if I would even know because they're so unfamiliar to me I don't even know if I would know how to put them together Um, right but I was like I just wanted I wanted to feel like a totally different person so I was like I just put your like how would you style me you know what I mean oh that's so fun yeah. And when I did drag, I don't know if you know that I did drag, but I did drag last year. And Oh my like, gosh, the, the walkout song makes it so much better because you did drag. Yeah. <laughs> so that was another that was another place where like I really learned oh. how to use like, you know, makeup and clothes as a way not to just like get dressed for the occasion, but really to get dressed for how you actually want to feel. Like, do I want to feel powerful? Do I want to feel sexy? Do I want to feel chill? Like today, I got my period today. Like I am in like, I am in like, don't talk to me clothes. Like I, <laughs> yes. you know what I mean? like, so it's like, you know, but I, it, that's drag is actually where I learned a lot about like using clothes to like heighten a certain aspect of your persona, you know, um, express yourself. Yeah. And like you do that so well, like so well, <laughs> it's amazing. Like it shows that you put effort into it because you express the shit out of yourself. It's so great. Thank you. Yeah. It's hard I, not I, to I be confident looking at you. You know, <laughs> like when I'm like, oh, okay, it's literally impossible to not feel confident watching you, which is huge. Like that's that, awesome. You t- took a lot of work for you over the years, right? So it's amazing that you do that. Like you have that like jump off the screen personality, which is like pretty rad. Oh, thank you. That's really sweet. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> love you too. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to ask you about your hot mom shit. Your hot mom. Okay. I'm not a mom. We're working on it. Right. But the hot mom shit <laughs> series <laughs> like kills me because, because I never know where we're going to go with it. So like sometimes <laughs> hot mom shit is you actually like, <laughs> like, you know, doing hot mom shit. And other times it's like 
you have this sponge and you want to tell us about the sponge because it works really well in your kitchen. <laughs> I'm like, I love that. So what, what made you do that? What compelled you to start that series? Um, you know what? It's just like, okay, part of it is like, look, I want to feel hot and like I'm a mom. So we need to make it okay because it's not, it's really not okay. Like when I became a mom, like I was just like, y'all are fucked up. Like I thought I was going to like enter this group of moms and someone was going to bring cookies. And, you know, I think about moms and I was like, mom should be like amazing and happy and, you know, kind and nurturing and like just. And then I entered this group of mom, like just like on social media and stuff. And I was just like, y'all are crazy. Like, okay. Like it was just like, oh my God, like how could you be giving your kid that? And it's not organic. I'm like, you guys need to chill. Like, cause being a mom is like, it's tiring. It's draining. It's like, and, and I'm like, I, I, there's amazing things like, you know what I mean? About being a mom, but especially at the beginning where you're just, it's any kind of major life change. You're going to be like trying to figure things out. Plus like your body has changed and now you have this kid that you have to like take care of and you're also not sleeping. So your mind is fucked up a little bit. And like, like th- there's so many changes and it's so hard. I'm like, why are we putting all these social pressures on women at it? Mm. Like, look at what happened to Brittany. Yeah, like, have, right? we not, yeah. have we not learned anything about postpartum? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's uh, like, it's a crazy time for a woman. And it's not one of those things where women need to have more stress. Like, did you bounce back? Are you exercising? Is your kid having organic? Did you breast or did you bottle like there's like all these things and I was just like this is like I need to chill I'm trying to look for a break not more stress in my life and so um for me like when I first that was around the time that I first came on like social media and I was like I don't know why you guys are acting like for me I was just like being a mom is so funny and it's so messed up and so I was just like documenting a lot of the stuff that I was learning and I was like you know I'd walk into a room and like my daughter my daughter would have put like stickers all over her infant brother and he can't breathe and he's like this and I'm like this like it was just funny shit like you know what I mean and um and then I don't know I think for me coming back to the moms it's kind of like you know, there's already so much pressure on women and it's such a fragile time in our lives. And it doesn't just end when like they, your kids are first born because there's thing you're constantly evolving. They're constantly evolving. Your life is constant. There's always something. And I was just like, you know, I just, I wanted to, I just wanted to feel like a chill vibe where we could just like laugh about this stuff. But at the same time, if I want to feel cute, I want to feel cute. And so sometimes hot mom shit is like feeling hot. And sometimes it's like, it's a hot shit mess. Like it, <laughs> yeah. it goes to, that's just real life about being a mom. And so it's like, part of it is not forgetting to like, you know, fill up your cup so you can be the most amazing human that you can be, which trickles into your motherhood role, but also when you, when things are a mess to be able to just like, you know, not take it so seriously, just laugh at it. And you got to go through that roller coaster. So just go through it with like a more positive, enjoyable vibe where you can just laugh at all the madness of it all. 
And those are kind of like my two extremes. So I just kind of wrapped it under hot mom shit because sometimes it can go one way where it's like you just really feeling yourself. And sometimes it really is a lot of shit that's going on. So yes. Oh my gosh. I feel like you need more, need more of that, especially when you see all like the Pinterest board life of like, yeah. oh, cute moms. Like no one has it all the way together like that. The fuck? Behind them is probably everything that they shoved from that side of the room <laughs> that exactly. you're showing on your page. Yeah. yeah. Like reality versus hot mom shit. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Like th- that's actually the thing that like since TikTok kind of came on the scene that I really love because I do feel like with TikTok, like, Like in Instagram, a lot of that stuff you would see in like my stories or in like a real, like in a video format or something like that. Whereas like on stories on Instagram, it's something that it would just be live. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's no editing. You could just see the raw, like the raw video of it. And then I might take that and turn it into like a little skit to make it more like easy to understand the moment or something. But the, on TikTok, the thing that I love about it is that, like, I could literally just take the story and just, like, throw it on TikTok. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just that sort of raw, authentic moments are just, it, it's not about, it, it's, it's more acceptable, I think, on TikTok, on your main profile. And that's what I like about TikTok, personally. It's more of a come-as-you-are type instead of a curated feed type. Yeah, like I I find that like you're seeing even creators that are very curated show more of their personality on TikTok versus like this like sort of magazine feed. Yes, yes. I have found Instagram being like that too. I've like, I've loved this mute button recently on the socials. Like I just can't even, if it comes up on the screen, just circling back to what you said before, if I know that I'm in a spot where that's going to piss me off, it's like, oh, fake as fuck. No way. Just mute it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, give, me the, yeah, give me the real. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That, well, speaking of socials, are you, you're Lisa in the city on both platforms, correct? Yeah, on pretty much any platform like YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Clubhouse, although I haven't been on there in forever. but oh, Clubhouse. Yeah. Clubhouse was the I, one that got us through quarantine and then it was done. So that's yeah. when I talked to you for the first time was on Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. So, literally the best it was the best it had it had a season it had a season yeah yeah Loved it. so i yeah i think it was amazing but pretty much any like social media any social platform i'm pretty much uh lisa in the city on there so follow me yes we'll put this all <laughs> in the story notes thank you so much for spending your evening with us here and follow her on all the socials we will put everything in the show notes and if you just need a beam of light and you need to like get rid of some fucks that you're holding on to that you know are not serving you and you just want the bit of realness and swagalicious Lisa in the city, go to her social page if you need a wake up call for sure. <laughs> and dance parties. Yeah. Yes. Love a good dance party. You guys need to come to the next party that I host. That's yes. fine. <laughs> We're there. Yes. Get your ass there. Canada. Yes. Oh my gosh, for sure. Amanda, we're already you're already here, so we're already getting you there, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally like twenty minutes away from you. Yeah, okay. You let I, me know. I will send you an Uber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, teach you oh how to God. twerk. I don't know how to twerk. 
Well, this, when you have a butt, when you have a butt like mine, all you have to do is just shaking it. No, no, no. Trust me. Like it, I was too self-conscious in my clubbing days. Like my butt was already so big, you know, that I was like, that's not the kind of attention I need to attract. Like, she, yeah. I think you just do too much. It's more in like the let it loose. You're too much in the pelvis. That's you just need to get a good booty clap. Yeah. On, and then you don't have to do anything. It'll just do the, well, you let all your muscles go loose and then you just yeah. like. Go, let it See, do that, its thing. That's that's the problem. I am not. I don't let anything loose. I'm very <laughs> uptight. <laughs> no, <laughs> it oh might not seem like it, but I am. I am very uptight. The I, what do you mean loose? My butt. It it when I walk, it comes. It follows me. Like I'm. I walk, and it does. That's what I mean. Walks. You have to embrace like, that. Mm-hmm. It does more than that when you twerk? I can't. Listen, yes, like my, I will throw my ass up, but my cheeks land second. And Kate, but doesn't that like throw you forward? Don't you go flying? Okay, no, it's like, not a cannon. Control your fucking feet. Plant your feet on the ground and d- go to town. <laughs> <laughs> then we're going off the rails. We're going off the rails. Lisa, the twerking city, 101. Yeah, twerk classes coming to a city near you. <laughs> oh my god i took a twerk cardio class once actually what was that good it was so good yeah <laughs> it was twerk cardio and then pole where i almost broke my face so i was like i'll stick to the twerking yeah pole is hard i tried to get yeah. on a pole one time where they were doing like they were like um uh advertise like it was at like a mom show and they were trying to like mm. they brought a pole to like have you come and had their dancers demonstrate. I went, I friggin' fell so hard. You need so upper hard. strength. Like you are, you need to start with some kind of strength because like, yeah, it, my shoulders, like I can almost feel the pain now again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I thought that my thick thighs were going to serve me really well. Like just clamp around that pole. And I was like, no, it's way more upper body, way more yeah. upper body. I was like, Oh yeah. God bless. Well, we really went all over the place on this one, but you guys, Boo Crew, Boo Crew is very used to this. But as always, thank you for being here. We will catch you next time. Katie, thanks. Love you. Bye. bye. Ooh, that was a good one. (laughs) That was a good one. Thanks for being here, Boo Crew. Love our vibe? Rate, review, share, and subscribe. And don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I Got You Boo Pod. 